welcome to the 250, your weekly podcast looking at the IMDb's top 250 movies of all time. I'm Darren. And I'm Andrew. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Babu. And this week we're covering a This Just In, the last of this year's early glot of This Just In entries, which is Anhadun. The, uh, and I apologize for that mangled pronunciation, there will probably be a few of those over the course of the next hour or so. Um, it is a 2018 Indian film, which is available to watch on Netflix if you're an international viewer. Um, it is directed by Sirami Raghavan. It came in at 112 and has so far dropped down to 129. This is an interesting one for a number of reasons. Most interestingly, right, this is the first Indian film that we've watched where I think Giovanna and Babu were watching it for the first time with us. Yes, yeah. exactly. So this was kind of a very interesting one for us to discuss because you guys hadn't seen this before. You hadn't had a chance to properly assess it. Normally when we're talking about films, you guys have, like even Race 3, which we did last week, you guys had seen in initial release in, uh, in the cinema. Yeah. Exactly. And this one sort of just came out of nowhere, which is great. So it's kind of good that we're all sort of starting on, on the same page. But in terms of this movie, this is kind of an interesting one because it's a smaller Indian film. It's not as big as, say, Race 3 from last year or Thugs of Hindustan from PK. last year. Yeah, well, PK from earlier, like the yeah. Amir Khan movies that we've covered so far. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys said that this didn't even get a cine world release here. No, I, no, it didn't. It didn't. Did, no. no, we didn't uh, see it in any cinema here. But uh, obviously, because it's um, it's an independent Indian film, so obviously, if it wasn't uh, um, available widely at Cineworld in uh, in the UK, he didn't come here either. But it's it's kind of interesting to note this because this is a smaller film in many respects than the films that we normally cover. In terms of it's kind of interesting because last week we were talking about Race Three, and Race Three, I think Giovanna described as a much more traditional sort of Bollywood film in terms of its musical numbers, its action sequencing, its plotting. This, to me, felt a very modern sort of film watching it. It felt more almost like a kind of a, a low-key indie sort of thing as opposed to like a big studio production like I would have seen with the Gan or even PK. Yeah, I, I'd say that. It, it, uh, it mirrored uh, sort of the indie dark humour kind of films that you see in America uh, and even in England. Yeah, it's it sort of a lower-budget film. It seemed very kind of Coen Brothersy in 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 some respects. In in, in like like the the or or even um, even like some of the um, David Lynch um, kind of did it in 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 terms of the kind of uh, random uh, seeming um, kind of chaotic um, uh, kind of moments of of of. Of I guess um, uh, violence. I suppose not to not to spoil anything. What you know, like like um, you're on Mulholland Drive, yeah. when the the um, there's the guy trying to turn off the um, the um, what is it? He's 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 trying to turn off the um, Hoover. And he shoots it, and it catches fire. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and uh, so that sort of quality. Of, yeah, are yeah. are in like like the burn after reading, where everything yeah. is just go, going completely haywire and, yeah. and off the rails. Well, it's kind of interesting that you should cite the sort of Coen Brothers as an inspiration in terms of uh, a movie like this, because the director, um, who is uh, Siram uh, Raghavan. 
he's cited um, the biggest one of the biggest influences on him now. He cites the end credits credit a French short film which inspired him, which is the story of a again it's a story of a blind pianist who gets embroiled in a murder plot. But in terms of actual influences, the biggest influence he's described is the Coen Brothers, yeah. um, and he cites Fargo, the, both the TV show and the feature film as an example of the films that inspired him. And in terms of, like, tone, Andrew's entirely right when he says, like, it, the, it reminds him of the Coen brothers. And you, when you point out a lot of the dark American indies, it has that sort of, like, stupid film noir quality to it. And I don't mean the film itself is stupid. I mean the tendency in modern film noir to populate them with characters who are incredibly dense to the point of being almost... Like the Big Lebowski. That's what, yeah, it's, the Coen brothers. It's that, cool. that, was, that was their idea for the Big Lebowski was... Um, what if we did a Raymond Chandler novel when where the detective is a stoner? Yeah, kind of. Um, or where where the where the detective is this friend of ours? Yeah, the the producer that's based on. And I mean, I even think even like of last year the release of A Simple Favor, which went somewhat under the radar, which is another one by from the director of Bridesmaids and Ghostbusters, where it has that sort of quality to it. Where it's a it's a classic film noir structure. There's betrayals, there's murders, there's double crosses going on, but at the same time, a lot of the people involved are perhaps less canny and adept than... It's that Dunning-Kruger effect, almost, of film noir. Nobody plotting is anywhere near as smart as they think they are, which leads to blackly comic results. The, um, uh, well, Paul Astor. From Pitch Perfect. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anna Kendrick. And uh, a wonderful performance from... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yeah, she was very good. There's a very good show. Um, I think it's written by Paul Astor. Um, it, it's um, it stopped running, but it's Jason Schwartzman. Um, oh, this is the one with uh, Ted Danson, Ted Zach, Danson Galvanakis. Zach Galvanakis. It's, what's it called? It's called um, I can't remember. But yeah, it, it, I, I know the one you're thinking it's, of. Yeah, it, it's, it's the existential sort of. He's the writer who becomes written a by theory. yeah Paul Astor, I think. Do we go to the fact machine? Are we going to the fact machine to by check? By the way, listeners, this is a um, a new concept that we're uh, trialing is the two fifty express. <laughs> or, um, for for some busier listeners, it is all 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 of the um, all of the parts you love about the two fifty podcast in an easy to digest pill. Bored to death. Bored to death. Bored to death is the end of the show. But anyway, so we're going to talk about the movie in a bit more depth. It's accessible for listeners in terms of you can find it very easily this online it's it's yeah it's a movie that you can watch anywhere which is something that's interesting because we've covered movies in the podcast if you before have netflix. if you have netflix or which, if your parents have it yeah if you're a millennium <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they haven't threatened to cut the cord to, to get your exam <laughs> results up but there's um it's it's easily accessible which is great because we've covered movies in the podcast before that have been very difficult to find i'm thinking of like crimea for example the russian propaganda film which wasn't available anywhere outside of russia which took a lot of work to cover that sort of thing so it's actually really great that there's this indian film that's usually popular to the point of making it on the list that we cover while still being accessible and you can watch it anywhere in the world including india itself i believe it's on netflix as well which is like really great in terms of making a movie accessible absolutely yeah uh, we we uh we watched roma recently as well which, which is, is another, another yeah so i um um, the democratization, relatively speaking, of, of film production, film consumption. But before we talk about the film more depth, I know we've only just watched it, and I know everybody hasn't really had time to gather their thoughts, but we asked three questions, generally, which are, the first one is, do you think that this movie belongs on a list of the top 250 movies ever made? That's a strong statement. Um, I think that, well, the 250 seems to change all the time. It does indeed. So it's, it's whatever's popular at the time. 
and generally whatever people have been watching recently so that seems to have an impact yeah um i don't know whether it's one of the the top 250 i don't i don't know really i i think the only thing i would say is that it is unusual um and that in itself it's unusual for a a bollywood film yeah or, or sh- i shouldn't say bollywood an indian indian film. independent <laughs> and uh it does seem more as you mentioned earlier uh well there's elements of it that are based on you know indian cultural history in terms of film because the one of the central characters without getting too spoilery is a bollywood actor for yeah example. exactly but um after that, none, nothing really resembles an, an Indian film yeah. that I've seen. But again, Bollywood cinema is different from Indian film. Yeah. But these sort of films, I can't say I've seen too many of these type of films. I mean, it reminds me of the Delhi Belly. Yeah, exactly. A bit like oh, Delhi Belly. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of film. And that was, I think that, that was an Amir Khan a production. production, yes. Yeah. Um, but these kind of films aren't something that would normally you would see in Indian film. Partly because I don't know. I think that this this is the kind of film that probably you'd go to Netflix and say, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna make this?" Uh, because I don't know how much of a a cinema release it would it would. Um, it apparently it apparently did have a cinema release. Now it's not massive, uh, yeah. but it was it must be big enough in yes, order yes. to get under two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Like you need a certain amount of. You need uh, twenty five thousand votes um, really? to get on the two hundred and fifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you need twenty five thousand people to have rated you, uh, which is like a big ask. Like we're talking. About... I wonder how much that generally equates to in terms of people who've actually watched it. What the direct like, relation to yeah. it. Like, no, but like, like definitely, how, how many million people would have to watch a, a movie for twenty five thousand people to actually leave a review? Well, that's it. Well, I mean, like we we have a weird situation where we have new movies come in occasionally, like from the distant past, based on numbers. Like Paper so, Moon. Paper Moon came in. Sherlock Junior from nineteen twenty two finally hit those twenty five thousand votes. I can't um, see how that would that, happen. That Doesn't movie seem... with the train coming at the screen. <laughs> We're waiting oh. for that. That's currently at 23,000 votes. We think it'll tick over. But it, it, there is there is generally, like, with a lot of films that you would think would be, like, no-brainers for 25,000 people to have voted, yeah. there's a lot of waiting to get there. And it's kind of interesting that, like, this broke through. I mean, it opened... I have the actual stats here just in terms of when it opened. It was only released in October 2018 in India. It cost 32... Around, at around 8 o'clock. <laughs> precisely, on the evening of. Uh, but it, it had a budget of... And actually, this is kind of interesting. How much is a crore, do you mind me asking? To, just so uh, I'm really bad at the uh, maths and yeah. uh, so on and so on. But... Uh, it's no, 10 million apparently sorry yeah, i, I realize i shouldn't have asked the question million Ten, yeah, 10 million rupees i apologize i shouldn't have uh, i shouldn't have asked that having the answer right in front of me if i was willing to search for it <laughs> um, i was just lazy but um it had a budget of 32 core um and it earned a box office of 111 core which is quite good yeah. like, that's a solid multiplier by any standard um, and it did open in cinemas as well over I have no in... No idea what that means. What? Well, okay. I, mean, I, I know. Like... Generally speaking, twice the budget is a good return on a film. Yes. Oh, right. And that yeah, was yeah. more than But I don't know budget. how much that means in terms of, like, no. I don't know if they spent, like, um, <laughs> uh, a like 20,000 making the movie and got back 40,000 in <laughs> yeah. terms of euros or. Yeah. Yeah, Japanese yen or, <laughs> or US or, dollars. Uh, US dollars or rupees are like the 
Um, I don't know. Swiss but, Franks. But yeah, it, it performed very well at the box office. And in fact, it was one of the ones... One of the... Inter- and again, Giovanna can probably speak to this better than, than I can. But one of the things that I read about box office coverage of Indian cinema last year is that there were a lot of big movies for people like Sam and Khan. We covered Race 3. Amir Khan had Thugs of Hindustan. And they both performed relatively well at the box office. Uh, but there was also an explosion of sort of indie films yeah, last year. Was very yes. good year. But it's because uh, now there are more and more multiplexes in uh, Indian cities uh, for um, for the growing uh, middle classes in India because there are more and more people who are educated and who can afford to go to multiplexes as opposed to single screen cinemas that just screen blockbusters, uh, Indian blockbusters and so I mean even the production companies are making blockbusters of course but they are making more and more of these uh, uh, independent um, Bollywood films uh, I, see, I say independent Bollywood because they still have uh, Bollywood stars attached to them uh, like Tabu and um, uh, for example uh, Ayusman Kurana did the commercial films but he also did other films that are a bit independent yeah. a bit unusual like uh, uh, he did uh, Vicky Donor he was the protagonist that uh, talks about a sperm donor so it's not uh, really a, um, a traditional uh, kind of uh, uh, subject of popular uh, Bollywood films and uh, that was a uh, um, uh, very very successful again amongst uh, metropolitan audiences not amongst uh, the traditional um, uh, audiences of of single screen cinemas and so on so there is definitely a market for these uh, films and these films uh, was uh, very popular in India I read that people were talking about it a lot because there are all these uh, twists and all these uh, um, uncertainties because uh, you, you never know if the protagonist is blind or not. Oh, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Uh, in terms of spoilers. In ter- mm-hmm. Sorry, just in terms of talking the film generally. But yeah, it is a very twisty narrative. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes, yes. And so, I mean, it's definitely an enjoyable film. I, I don't know if it's uh, one of my 2,200 <laughs> uh, uh, favorite films, but uh, it's definitely a good film. Uh, definitely worth watching. Andrew? Yeah, I... Um... Uh, out of the out of the Indian movies we've watched so far, um, this may this may be my favorite because um, I think it, it and and it was it was quite different to 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 any of the ones we watched. I think it it had it had some kind of small um, uh, hallmarks of of. Of, of what we had seen in in, in, in other in, such in films, other such films, but it was actually more. It, it felt more European. Yeah, and it, like we we spoke about some of the American influences as well. Like there were there were there were some kind of um, uh, sort of song and dancey sort of montages in it, but they felt very diegetic. Yeah, um, uh, as opposed to kind of. Um, like in other feeling movies. like set pieces yeah where the movie's interrupted yeah. for a gigantic were, set piece in which the they, actors dance they like just ever so slightly the, the, that kind of um, f- 
flavor of of oh this is kind of a yeah. a, a big song number yeah it's more of an inner it's often an inner monologue there's a couple of times where it's performed diegetically like with the with you know one of the characters being a piano uh player at a bar yeah. like so he gets to sing there but some of the ones seem to be internal monologues as songs for example which is very different from a lot of the song and dance numbers that we've seen again race three last week but even going back to stuff like Lagan or going back to pk or anything like that mm. it's a very different sort of style it seems Yes, definitely, because even in Lagana there were big uh, song and dance sequences, and even in Piquet, and, uh, but in these um, uh, independent um, uh, kind of Bollywood films, uh, they still have songs, because of course, yeah. I mean, uh, they are part of uh, the, the way they make films, but uh, they feel more uh, uh, diegetic because they are more related to the story, or they, they serve as um, uh, an inner monologue, like... Uh, uh, for the main characters, but uh, they are not uh, so uh, in your face uh, like a big uh, Bollywood extravaganza. Everybody at a nightclub starts singing. Eh, exactly, yeah. exactly. They are uh, they are more subtle. They they still exist and they still uh, influence uh, the the yeah. story. They, they can still uh, further the story even if uh, they uh, convey the thought of the protagonist in some way. But uh, they are not. Uh, uh, full-blown uh, song and dance sequences with uh, thousands of extras dancing and yeah. uh, these sorts of things. I, I don't think they would have the budget on, on this type of film. And also I think it appeals to a different type of audience that they wouldn't be going to this kind of film to see song and dance routines. You know, um, it, it is very much... It's very dark. It reminds me of Shallow, uh, Shallow Grave. Yeah, you know that kind when, of when you're uh, saying sort of European style cinema. Yeah, and then yeah. Where, where you you know things happen and you go, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no. You know, so it it doesn't. It, Actually, it's really completely different to anything that you'd, you'd see. Just even in terms of that, in terms of the musical numbers that are done as sort of almost internal monologues, that almost reminds me of how American and like European musicals use musical numbers traditionally to express a character's inner monologue as opposed to in some of the Bollywood films I'm thinking of again of Race 3 because it's one we talked about last week where you have a like three minute song and dance number that amounts to let's go out to a nightclub and get off our you know sort of faces well, yeah I, I think um, Race 3 especially <laughs> the songs seem to have um, in some cases, next to nothing <laughs> to, do with, <laughs> to do with the, the actual story being, yeah, yeah. yeah. or the character's yeah. emotional states. Even like we we did um, we did singing in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> recently you would you would suspect that race three might have had a similar thing <laughs> where somebody had a a few uh, songs so, kicking about and it's like let's build um, a race thriller I around think, them. Yeah, it's like if we were to take. Um, songs from from a movie and decide we put this at the intro to our podcast. Yeah, this at the spoiler zone. Maybe have this other one at the end. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but also in terms of and and very quickly before just in terms of talking about it as a film that's more modern in some ways or less traditional. It, is it also like much more overtly sexualized than I think some of the ones that we talk about? Because when we talk about Definitely. other films, we talk about how, for example, Bollywood films for mass audiences are reluctant to show kissing, exactly. whereas this is a lot more seems candid uh, in terms of things like that as well. More graphic violence as yeah. well, like like less violence, but when but it happens, more graphic again, that's so the Coen like, Brothers like, sort of thing. Well, it's not it's it's dark humor. Yeah. So it's kind of. Uh, 
it's not comic book violence that you see no. say in race three in, in race you three know, it was ridiculous the uh, amount of people who were killed yeah but we, we don't see any anything wrong with of, blood splatter uh, or heads yeah. exploding. Oh, it feels like they're they're those um little um kind of um, silhouettes of people that yeah. you would shoot at the fairgrounds yeah kind of and they're just going bing Bing, bing. Yeah, it's true. Think, yeah. And instead of here, uh, you, you see much realistic. more. Uh, you do. There's, yeah, like killing, killing a person is an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much like life itself sometimes. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's more realistic in that way and even uh, in terms of the kissing and, um, and um, uh, the, uh, this kind of um, sentimental relationships and so on uh, they're more obvious uh, so uh, you see you see kisses uh, you you see more uh, kind of nudity if you if you like and so it's more uh, uh, closer to what uh, a western spectator would be used to the second question is would this make your own top 250 movies, Babu? That's a strong, strong <laughs> statement. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Babu. Does Giovanna want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I liked it, but I, I'm not sure. I would say is uh, one of the best uh, 250 films I, I've seen. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was good, but. Uh, um, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I'm not mad about it. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, you. It's it, it, it sounds like you're 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 quite uh, lukewarm um, on 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 this movie compared to some of the, the uh, ones some of covered. the other ones that we've covered. Yeah, because the other ones uh, I like better. I mean, <laughs> the stories were um, much more significant for for me. Like these. Uh, was um, a story of uh, people trying to kill each other, deceive each other. I mean, it's not uh, something I'm Fun. particularly uh, fond of. <laughs> the, and, uh, what, was there an extent to which it was, it, um, the aesthetic being less um, traditionally Indian, um, uh, Indian might have put you off as well or, or or do you think it's more to do with the, yeah, even, the, the, it, the kind of themes yeah the themes as well and then also i like uh, bollywood films because yeah. are they are in a certain way because yeah. of i love the song and dance sequences uh, i love uh, the lavish uh, uh, costumes and sets uh, and uh, sceneries and everything so uh, a film that is uh, um, devoid of these uh, is um, less appealing to me obviously and it could be just like any other movie that's in theory if you took away the setting you could remake it as a European film well I mean it is a remake it's well it's, a remake. Not, it's yeah. not a remake but it's, it's inspired based on by a, a French yeah, film yeah. I wonder if it would be more subversive if it had all of the trappings of a, of a Bollywood movie, with the stop kind and of, dance, but, and the dance numbers, yeah, yeah, but but with the but with the story that's being told here, ah, yes, yes, very probably. kind of um, um, not 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 not, not <laughs> what wholesome. you would expect, <laughs> and um, like quite kind of um, um, uh, yeah, I guess r- raucous and kind of um, and gradually kind of. Immoral, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Increasingly, uh, escalatingly, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's. I think the reason Giovanna didn't wouldn't put it on a 250 because it's not the kind of film that would normally appeal to her anyway. Oh. So regardless of whether it was European or Indian, it's not a, a subject matter that you know people being manipulative and 
and basically killing and people. And stupid and violent. Yeah, and stupid and violent probably wouldn't appeal to, a, you know, like, say... Whereas if you want all that, you can watch Game of Thrones and, you know, perfect. Well, I, but she wouldn't necessarily go for that film. So I, it wouldn't be something that she would necessarily say, let's put it under 250. Um, but it, uh, once again, you could also argue that, as she said, if you normally watch Indian films for a certain type of um, aesthetic. cultural aesthetic, yeah, then if the film then... Uh, really looks like a European film, then you go and watch a European film for that kind of thing. So. Well, I don't know. Like, um, I would say, I'd say to people if they if 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 they want to watch kind of a um, um, a dark comedy, a farce, and something kind of new um, coming out of um, coming out of Indian cinema. But if, but if, yeah, maybe, maybe for people who are huge fans of Indian cinema per se, this isn't going to like um, tick any of the boxes no. that they would would normally that they would expect. No, no, but this film would be very good for people who would hate uh, the uh, traditional Bollywood yeah. fare that uh, don't uh, cannot stand uh, six minutes of uh, song and dance sequence uh, that uh, don't like these uh, meandering narratives that uh, don't bring you anywhere. Uh, they don't like the set pieces just to show off the um, the Lovely hero's uh, uh, muscles and uh, the beautiful heroine <laughs> and the lovely scenery then uh, I mean uh, uh, this film is for them for people who like uh, more uh, uh, films like by the Coen Brothers or films like Shallow Grave uh, like European or American films uh, that uh, um, have uh, uh, twists uh, and uh, a clever plot uh, and uh, dark humor then uh, of course uh, this is a film for them because uh, they could uh, relate to the story and uh, without all the trappings of uh, a typical uh, Bollywood film. Uh, just in terms of this actually because the director this is kind of interesting because Apparently the script that was given to the actors, including to uh, Ayush uh, Karana, uh, were, was written in English by the writer and director. And he was talked about how he um, he doesn't like writing in Hindi. He finds it easier to write in English. And he also, he started out in Indian cinema in a, as a production assistant on a remake of Dial M for Murder, which is an Alfred Hitchcock ah, film. Yeah, I was going to say that. Which gives you a good vibe of what the film's... Because I remember when I was watching it, I was... like Rope Yeah, well. yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking exactly, Rope. Yeah. Because it has that sort of Hitchcock that, vibe, which is people yeah. who are in over their heads and proceed to get further over their heads as terrible things happen. Uh, but I guess that brings up the, the final question, which is, I think, something that Andrew broached already, which is, like, would you recommend that people watch this? Like, Yeah, uh, it, I, I don't think... Um... Is it a good gateway drug would be a question. No. So if people have been sort of hesitant about Indian cinema, because we've done a couple of episodes now, no, would this be an easy it was, way it, in? It would be um, a gateway drug because it wouldn't be... Represent something it. representing Indian cinema. What you could say is, if you wanted to watch an Indian, film, uh, if you wanted to watch a good film that would be accessible to a Western audience, then this would be something that you know people could relate you know, easily to. relate yeah. to. Yeah. Because, as you say, if it's on Amazon Prime or, uh, or Netflix, Netflix in this case, yeah, uh, then it's something that you you know, if you were to working in a cultural multicultural city like Dublin, then you were to talk to one of your colleagues uh, and say, look, this film's got subtitles, but, you know, they would recognise it as being something very, something that they could easily watch without being 
saying, okay, this is... Okay, uh... It's a different cinematic language. That's what yeah, like. it's, it's, it wouldn't be... Like, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I recommended to a, a colleague of mine who likes action movies, um, Yuri. A Surgical Strike, which yeah. is a 2019 yeah. release, which we probably will be talking about as soon as it hits 25,000 yeah. votes. And I, really? Yeah, 9.2 at the moment. It yeah. will enter the top 10 if it continues at that pace. Oh, but anyway, pretty good. Yeah. Where, where is it coming out? Uh, it's coming out of India. Okay. Yeah, it's a very good film. But I knew that he likes a lot of um, action movies. And he likes intelligent movies that are action movies. And, like, Race 3, I wouldn't recommend to him. Yeah. But, um, because it's far too silly, if you like. Yeah. But Yuri Surgical Strike, that's something that he could easily watch. You know, because it is quite an intelligent movie, but it's also an actioner. And um, it's a warm film. Yeah. But it's not a jingoistic, overly patriotic movie. So, so there are those kind of films that you could say, oh, well, you know. I guess it sort of speaks to the diversity of, of Indian cinemas that exist today, that it's producing things like this and things like Race 3, but even, even things like PK, for example, or more traditional films like Lagan, you know, within the past 20, 30 years. You know, that, that, like, again, like, you, you, you tend to put these things in boxes and stereotype them, and, like, in the same way that you think of French cinema in a certain way as well. So it's kind of interesting to have something that is outside of that. I can't stop thinking about the metaphor of the gateway drug. It's like, would you recommend this as a gateway drug? It's like, <laughs> say if you have a friend, they've never had heroin. Do you want to, you want to eventually get them into heroin? You want to ease them you, in. You give them something. Would you give them meow meow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you give them meow meow? Or do you do you think Meow Meow is more like cocaine? Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, LSD, right? Yeah. Um, but what about yourself, Giovanna? Would you recommend this as a film for other people? No, definitely, I would recommend it to anybody because anybody can uh, relate to it. Even people who don't normally like uh, Indian film uh, can relate to it because um, um, it's not uh, um, a full-on uh, typical Bollywood film or. Uh, um, typical uh, commercial f- Indian film is more independent and so people can appreciate it. Yeah. And, and yourself, Andrew, would you recommend this for, for I, people? Yeah, I, 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 I would recommend this. Um, I, I, I'd like to see more, more movies like that in, uh, in there. I don't think this was as uh, cynical um, as, 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 as maybe some of the um, uh, other panellists. Yeah, or or maybe even yeah, it. as some of the movies that I've compared it to. Although I like, I I I wonder. I'd 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 probably like with the Coen Brothers. I think it took a while before I realized <laughs> how much they hate of, people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and and similarly, if 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 I was maybe if I were going to see more of 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 this the director's work I, I i would start to see a pattern <laughs> but um no i i i i i quite enjoyed it and i felt like there was a a, a certain kind of um uh, 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 humanity to it in, in a in a strange way because it it's 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 also obviously all of all of the things that that we've already kind of um uh, suggested it might be it's a it's 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 quite a dark comedy, it's, as they say. It's a really black sort of comic thriller in some ways. Yeah. Um, just before we go in, actually, it's worth stressing, actually, 
if you are going to watch this, it's probably a movie where it is worth pausing the podcast before we go into the spoiler zone. As Giovanna suggested, it's a very twisty movie full of reversals and developments and things that you think are true but are not true. You and elements... have heard Giovanna's spoilers. That is in the, uh, in, even in the uh, description uh, why, of the film. Why would IMDb put that in the description? Uh, 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 before whatever listen, it was. Yeah. Don't, don't read the IMDb. Description. description yeah um it is actually ironically is this a movie it's best to see blind <laughs> no. you just listen to it <laughs> well, I mean, famously the trailer actually the trailer was um three minutes long but it was entirely it was entirely blind it was just sound playing in the background over really? a black screen apparently yeah the director was saying that he had a hard time getting it past the sort of studio who were releasing the film who were like why on Going good, good name. Would you release a trailer that's a black screen with noise playing over it? And he likened it again to Alfred Hitchcock. He likened yeah. it to Hitchcock's ad for Psycho, which is we because we covered Psycho, and the Alfred Hitchcock ad is I'm Alfred Hitchcock. I'd like to tell you about a movie I'm releasing. I'm not going to show you any footage of it, but I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to show you any footage of it because it's far too shocking. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Bane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to segue neatly into the spores, and we'll see you on the other side, guys. Thank you, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, so, Giovanna, um, what is and had, and I apologize, I'm mangling the pronunciation, and had on about for you? Uh, basically, uh, it's. Uh... Uh, we were saying that it's not a traditional Bollywood film where there are heroes and villains. Here there are regular people who find themselves in situations that bring them to, to do bad things, basically. And, uh, and it's not a film where you can neatly side with anybody because everybody is somewhat flawed, probably the only um, character... That that is uh, good throughout the film, maybe is the, um, the actor, uh, the actor and, and uh, the, the daughter of the, the actor, actor, because even Sophie at the oh. end, she says, ah, but uh, you should have uh, taken Simi's uh, eyes and uh, regained your sight uh, like that. So she's not really a extremely good person. She, she was uh, ready to, to, to harvest somebody else's organ to... to to save uh, uh, the protagonist's uh, eyesight. So, I mean, it's not, uh, I mean, uh, the best uh, option. And even uh, the, the protagonist, uh, again, he, at, at the beginning, you never know if he's really blind, if he's not blind, if he's pretending. So, again, he's not uh, the traditional hero that is uh, um, true and uh, honest and uh, does uh, everything he's, he's that is good. Wonderfully pervy. Like it becomes very clear early on that he is um, like that he's faking being blind for his own artistic merits, but he's also kind of using that as a pity crutch to sleep with Sophie. Like it's very apparent that he's you know that he's not going to tell her that he's he's that he can see and he's quite happy to continue the relationship with her as this sort of blind artist figure no even because uh, uh, because he's uh, blind he can get a cheap rent yeah. he can get a lot yeah. of yeah. advantages and so he does it uh, not just for artistic reasons but also for opportunistic yeah. reasons but uh, uh, this um, uh, director Sir Ram Raghavan uh, is um, um, like that I mean uh, he, he 
doesn't work well with um, straightforward characters, even in Badalpur or another um, of his previous films, there are characters that at the beginning they uh, seem honorable and uh, trying to avenge the death of their, uh, uh, of, the, of their loved ones, but then they do horrible things and so you find yourself siding oh, with different the, people this is a revenge story yeah, yes, where he, exactly. he, and he's talked about this yeah how he wants you to sympathize with the character until a certain point and then he wants you to be horrified uh, exactly that you did, yeah. exactly and uh, that is his style i mean whereas the um, uh, traditional bollywood fair even in uh, films uh, like uh, um more uh, um um well-made and more um, socially engaged and so on, like, for example, Amir Khan's film. Uh, yeah. Amir Khan is always a good character. He's always the character you're siding with, and yeah. uh, there's no doubt about it. But I, I, find the, I find this movie and movies like this more kind of morally instructive, though, because it, it, it's, it's kind of showing how these... Um, how something like dishonesty can really um, infect yeah. um, your 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 life and become a contagion. Yeah. How what like like that? Um, well, this is the, the... something that 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 starts as a sort of like an 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 eccentric kind of lie to yourself can yeah. can can become something um, massive, dangerous, and something that's dangerous to you as well as everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, because that, that's the Cohen brothers thing. Or like exactly. a small flaw yeah. that, 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 compromise that just that grows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the man who wasn't there, yeah. uh, the Cohen brother, that somebody that uh, tries to uh, blackmail somebody for yeah. money in order to... Uh, then it escalates to horrific... Or even Fargo, yeah, where uh, the guy's exactly. like, kidnap my death. wife and it'll be fine and I'll take the money uh, exactly. and we'll split the money. That's exactly and it the becomes same. this huge comedy of, yeah. like, black comedy of errors. And again, you're, you're right that it, like... And it starts with rationalisation. Yeah, and, and justification. Kind of, this is not a... This is a, not a seriously bad thing I'm, I'm doing. doing. Yeah, like, like, lots of people in my situation would do this. Or do worse. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing this to get a foothold. I've got complete control of what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I'm a good guy, you know. I, yeah. I, I'm just and in I a bad situation. Yeah, he and 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 I think he also he he wants to um, to do the right thing. We have the scene in the, <laughs> the police, police station, station, which is amazing. Where he the just dream kind sequence. of lacks the courage to, and the reason he does is because it like like he's he's already been living this lie for 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 he too is, long, yeah, and yeah. he's gotten himself in so deep. Yeah. But uh, he, that 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 scene is hilarious because yeah. it, it's in the police station where he he, he gets up and he says um, <laughs> she did it. Um, he's having an affair with her. Don't trust her. I'm not really blind. And it's great because it blows up the premise of the movie, and then you just cut back to him sitting silently, which <laughs> is just one of those great juxtapositions. None of it happened. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I think you're right when you say it's instructive because again, like this is the thing with the Coen Brothers, where the big argument would say the Coen Brothers films is that they're morally nihilistic in that everybody suffers and everybody dies but with the coen brothers films you generally have that idea that like small that evil is evil is petty evil is stupid and evil is self-serving and never aware of itself so what happens as a small compromise what begins as like you defrauding the state government or an ngo to get a nice rent for 500 rupees a month uh, with birds outside and trees to keep you company ends up becoming this situation and it's like it's amazing how and again it's wonderful black comedy 
as the character, as Akesh, gets himself further and further and further into this mess. It's more horrible. <laughs> yeah, as it goes. You start to meet these, like, similarly kind of compromised characters, but you're like, oh, God. Yeah, it just keeps uh, spiraling. <laughs> and again, like, and I love the shots, the way it's composed, like the bit where he goes in to play the music. Yeah. And, like, the way the camera just, like, the scene unfolds for a couple of minutes and then you get that the cut. That terrific. Yeah. I, like, that's one of the, the, the like, um... <laughs> one one of the best scenes I've seen in yeah, in, in ages in a movie in in in, in a long time. Yeah. yeah, because everything is from his point of view, yeah. you know. So uh, basically, you you never see a close up of uh, the body of yeah. the um, uh, of the dead uh, actor. Uh, you you always see it as if you were uh, um, uh, Ayusman Kurana characters and you well, were playing no, the piano not, and uh, you it's see. It's not from his point of view though, because there's the there. There's the things, there's the things that he sees before the audience sees it. Yeah. So he sees he sees the dead body and then uh, we, sa- uh, sits down at the piano and then we see the dead body. Yeah. And he says, "Can I use it's the, the bathroom?" bathroom. <laughs> uh, and then he has to, to the... nearly walk uh, across the but dead body. He, yeah, but he's he's urinated. He's already peeing by the time the camera cuts to reveal standing behind him is this big muscly <laughs> eats sixteen eggs a day, soon to be discovered police sergeant. And like again, the way <laughs> like in which the whole thing. Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> But the way in which the whole thing unravels is just amazing because it makes you wait for these little revelations. Because, like, he sees it instantly. He sees the body quite early in the scene and we wait to see it. And it's very clear, like, when she opens the bathroom door to let him in, she's looking... It looks like she's looking at the camera. Um, and it's a weird moment. And then it's only after that you realise there's like, a there, there is there. somebody else. Yeah. And even that, like, the subsequent revelation building from that when he goes to the police station yes. immediately afterwards. And, like, you have the sergeant lurking in the background of the shot. And then he comes into the foreground. Like, the, the level of storytelling and the level of escalation in the film is just amazing it's absolutely because every time you think it can't possibly get any Any worse worse, it gets worse it gets worse and it's all a result of that one little lie that he told which is that he's blind and again you have like that reversal where he ends up being blinded um despite the fact that he was playing at being blind which means that you know it's, it's one of those great dramatic ironies that works so very very well it reminds me again of a hitchcock film it has that sort of wry sense of humor to it that sort of you know, sort of like cosmic joke. It's like, you did this thing, you pretended to be disabled. Well, joke is on you, buddy. Because, yeah. um, you know... Because you really are. Yeah. Eh? No, I mean, I definitely through that these films are more um, uh, educational, if you want, because they, they teach you more about uh, human nature, because it's true. I mean, not every uh, murder uh, is... Uh, committed by somebody who is uh, a genius uh, of uh, evil uh, and, uh, and somebody that is a really uh, professional killer. I mean, a lot of people do these things um, by mistake because a situation gets out of their hand and they, they don't know how to respond. And uh, no, no, definitely I, that is true. I think it's just, I think it's just the opposite opportunity presents itself yeah. and then people behave in just the most terrible manner and and i think he again he, he's a character that gets because i don't believe that he is terribly bad no, because no. even when uh, he well you know, they get caught in the rain at the beginning and yeah. sophie's there he he does turn away 
Because he doesn't, you know, on the one does, hand... Does he turn cause... away because he realises that she's uncomfortable? Like, if she had just been like, oh, he's blind, it's no problem. Because she, she very I, consciously I, gets... I, I, think, I think that's a kind of... Because he was, on the one hand, he's thinking, well... She, she thinks I'm blind. She thinks I'm blind, so I should be able to get away. But then you know that he actually thinks, oh, this is a bit wrong, so he turns away. So, Or is it that, is... like, she's uncomfortable and he realises she's uncomfortable and he figures the best way to defuse that is for him to leave? Yeah, I, I think I, what it is I, is that even when the doctor, you yeah. know, at the at, when he's in the car with the doctor, yeah. and he's he's trying to persuade the doctor, yeah. look, I don't think it's a good idea that you sell her on, you know. But, so that means um, that he still has a moral foundation. But, it's just that little bit of a. But this at the is, beginning, the little bit of a lie. Well, this is the I, thing where we need to talk about the ending a little bit. I think, where like it's very heavily implied that the ending, that he's not actually blind. Yeah, because he, because can, he, kick, oh, he, he can literally and... kick the cat ah, out, yeah, yeah, which yeah, leads yeah. you to wonder, because all you've heard is the story that he's told. told yeah. um, and, like, Sophie can verify a lot of it, so you assume that the core of it's true, that, you know, obviously there was a murder, and obviously a police officer was involved, and, you know, the, your woman got in a car crash somewhere, all those independently verifiable facts or whatever. But... When you see, you hear him say, when she says, well, you should have taken her eyes and had the corneas to see again. And he's like, no, I would never do that. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, you see him kicking the can, the can away because he can very clearly see it. That, I think, creates a layer of ambiguity about just how innocent he is yes, in yeah. this story that he's yeah, telling. Exactly, but uh, this is a very deliberate uh, yeah. on the part of um, Raghavan, the director, because he wanted um, the story not to be so clear-cut. They wanted mm. uh, the ending to be uh, kind of uncertain because uh, he wanted people to, to talk about it and think about it and... Uh, and not be sure about uh, what uh, the characters actually ended up doing at the end of the film. Maybe he didn't go like uh, he said, like he, said he did. Uh, I mean, maybe uh, the, the operation went ahead and he got the corner or uh, he got uh, the operation in some other way. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, and uh, the, the, the car crash really happened. So, uh, but uh, the audience will never know that yeah. for sure. I want to know what happened to all of those cauliflowers, those half-eaten cauliflowers. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, so talking about waste of food. <laughs> yes, yeah. I actually really love the, the rabbit intro as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. It's, it's one of those things that sort of, again, Andrew talked about the idea of like the film as moral instruction, despite the fact it seems nihilistic and dark. But you have that opening scene with the rabbit, which like mainly maybe doesn't hint at moral instruction, but which sets out thematically what the film is going to be, where you have this blind thing, this blind innocent, you know, innocent and in inverted commas creature that's been snacking on cauliflowers, but that is running for its life from this full-sighted predator. And it initially looks like it's just like a metaphor for the film you're about to watch. And then at the end of the climax, and like, there's like, a consequence too. Yeah, yeah, which is... And, and, and both the, um, both the person shooting the rabbit and the rabbit itself causes yeah. all of this um, uh, chaos. chaos. Yeah. But that, that again is, is one of those a strange set of circumstances. Something yeah. happens and there's a consequence to it. But it, it's, it's indirect, the fact that he's just trying to kill the rabbit and nothing yeah. else. But the consequences of him trying to kill the rabbit leads to something much bigger. bigger. Yeah. And, and then... And, uh, yeah, and it, even the daft thing like when the police officer gets killed because he switches off the light 
shoots a gun and then kills himself. Yeah, he's hiding <laughs> the elevator. Yeah, yeah, the ricochet. And that, that's these kind of things, like outlandish things that happen. But, but that, that, that's the whole thing. It's like, I mean, like, there's little reason to suggest that um, the, the wife's story of what happened with the husband isn't... You don't see it, which means it's open for debate. It's subjective or whatever. But there's little reason to doubt her story that what happened was the situation got desperately out of hand. Yeah. and like He, he had a gun in his yeah. hand. Yeah, at the start of it, and he had a um, bullet in a him, hole in his neck at, at the end. Yeah, like it, it, they may have been trying to wrestle the gun off from of him. him yeah, or I, like it, it may not have been as simple it is as strange like strange that he doesn't appear to have an exit wound. Because <laughs> at the start of the scene, there, there is, there is, there is what looks like blood. Um, but it's wine. But, but, it, but it's wine, and then we see that he has an entry wound on his neck. Yeah. He but could have shot it, himself. Well, they, it. it could be that the bullet is still in his skull, yeah. I suppose. But I mean, like, again, anyway, that's... Sorry, that's... I don't know why I fixated on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you have this weird thing. It's like when we talked about, was it No Country for Old Men, where Andrew's like, that's a very ineffective way to strangle somebody, was uh, Andrew's chief observation coming out of... Uh, <laughs> there, there, there was actually the, the, the moment where um, he is trying to stop her um, to... Sorry, to, to stop her. Listeners probably wondering... Who am I talking about? When when Akash is trying to stop uh, uh, Miss uh, Simi, Sing, uh, Sim, Simi he, he 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 does a fairly good job of that. It's uh, it, uh, he um, he uses um, uh, quite a good technique. When he tries to stop her from, 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 from stopping, killing the oh, Doctor Swami. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so yeah yeah, did, 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 um, yeah I'm glad that you appreciated that but like one of the things could have been better but 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 it had had well, had, had a, had a kind that, of method that, to it. That's the thing about all of these characters because as Giovanna mentioned earlier, it's not like these are career criminals. Yeah. They just happen to, and some of them that are kind of criminals. It's just like the my, the minor characters like the yeah. doctor. Maria. The, the rickshaw Maria. driver, the you know the, the woman who sells a lottery tickets. It's just a situation Bandu, it? presents oh, itself to them, and they decide to try and take advantage of it yeah. in the worst part. And then the worst possible things happen. They're struggling with it a little bit as well. Yeah, the, like the, the, the rickshaw driver, probably less so. Yeah, the doctor is oh, just yeah. a stone cold. The, he was like the, the rickshaw, rickshaw driver is like with one kidney. Yeah, he's uh, like yeah, he's, he's, live, he's like leaving with one kidney. He'll be fine. But it's also like the bit where they're conversing with Sumi, and he's like, "You're evil. You killed your husband." Says the guy who was complicit in an attempted organ harvest only last night. The doctor Swami. Um, no, no, that's that's Merley is the one. Merley, the rickshaw driver. He's yeah. he's yelling at oh, uh, right. Sumi or Simi. But it's it's even that Simi's response, which I adore, is the. What, are you all a bunch of saints? Haven't we all tried to murder somebody? <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but because, I think it, uh, it, it is in the end. There it, are uh, different levels of evil. Yeah. But the there are all these characters who seem to be the minor characters who are just out of their depth. Yeah. And you know that something bad's going to happen to them. You know, he's not, you know that when he goes to collect the ransom, something's going to happen to yeah. him. He's not going to survive that. This is I mean, Inspector uh, Manoir, is it? Well, yes, the, exactly. the, the rickshaw driver, oh, you yeah. know that something's going to happen. He's yeah. not going to get away with it. Yeah. He's not going to say, yeah, bring the, the, the loot, put it in the elevator. And, and then get away scot-free. Hey, I'll, be, I'll be in the top of the building, yeah. the bit where I can't get out of the you building. Just, you just stay it, down by the exit and it'll all be it's fine. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, and you know that something bad's going to happen to him, just like you know that something's going to happen to the... Detective or inspector. Yes. Is, is that know. kind of, I guess, um, difficulty... Um, maybe, maybe it's more in a secular society 
of 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 kind of being able to 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 prevent yourself from doing these sorts of things once once the 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 the, the kind of thought has come into your it 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 kind of reminds me of um uh, crime and punishment when it, like um, Raskolnikov's uh, pl- uh, plan is to kill this um this old woman um and it, it, the 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 murder of um of of of, of Ms. D'Souza kind of seems seems <laughs> uh, yeah it, it it's 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 just so kind of like um oh I'll 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 do this it'll be fine yeah let's sort and this out it's just we'll, a small thing yeah, yeah like like it, it's um and and it, it's 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 starkly comic because again he he observes the the yeah. actual murder as it's happening. <laughs> yeah, despite the fact he's he's faking being blind and therefore can't testify about it, and again has the bad luck to arrive exactly as it's happening. Yeah. I mean, there's even the thing with again a lot. I like quite like the character of Inspector uh, Manor, who is the the guy, the police officer with the gun, who's having the affair with Simi, whose gun is the one who kills the the actor, and who like later on is sort of complicit in all the other stuff. But I like that he's presented as this sort of vaguely film noir sort of character he's the manly man who's going to sort this all out but is completely inept and out of his depth he's too and stupid he's, he's too stupid all of his efforts to like resolve the problem just end up making it worse there's a moment where Simi says to him you think you're dirty Harry while I have to do all the dirty work or the moment where which his... inspires him to, to <laughs> try and strangle to try and strangle like, and, like at that point it seemed like oh this guy's done this before but <laughs> Then yeah, but then uh, when his wife is a shooting at him, but then it takes uh, it takes forever. Yeah. Like he that he and he just ends up making such a hames of it. Yeah. Like, like he ends uh, up oh, with the scar on his face. Oh, he has not done this before. Yeah. But that is very much like the the film film noirs of yeah. uh, where you've got a uh, a femme fatale. Yeah. That that you know that, but, but like the thing about this femme fatale is like Simi would be quite happy if none of this were happening. Like generally in the film noir, you have the the femme fatale who lures the male protagonist in, who She's seduces him and sort of lures him over to the dark side. He would have lived a good life apart from that. You get a sense Simi's quite happy to just have an extramarital affair, and it's things get gradually out of hand as they go. Yeah, basically, like like her her point is. We were we we were caught having this affair, and my he, husband would have forgiven me. He, yeah, he may have forgiven me, and and I would have learned my lesson. <laughs> that um, and and you would have went back to your wife. Yeah, and and nobody would have um, died. Uh, died. Yeah. Um, or but then at the same time, she tries to she throws the old woman over the which is a great shot over the over, over the, the banister. And you know something's going to happen to this woman, but you're not quite sure. And I'm thinking she's going to throw him off the building, and exactly that's exactly what happens. Yeah. But it's no less shocking. And then he goes off to to try and kill the Akesh. Yeah. Akesh, when she's trying to say to him, like you know, you got to take care of this stuff. You know, I mean, well, the, the so wife even she, later on says to him, like his wife says to him, like go and clean up the mess you made. Yeah. And while which he ends up just making things worse again, dying in a blacked out lift because he tried to shoot his way out of a steel box. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So I mean, uh, even uh, the 
the wife is not a good character either yeah. and then even Simi at the end is uh, really bad because uh, on top of uh, having heard Akash saying that uh, he wanted to stop the, the, the doctor uh, harvesting her organs and everything uh, she still uh, throws him out of the car and tries to run, <laughs> run him over, over yeah but like again and, and that's the thing like there's enough there that you can read it however you want like did Simi let him out of the car knowing that she'd turn around and run him over or did she let him out I don't know have like a, a moment of compassion drive about 100 metres down the road and, and say, I can't mind. actually chance it. Turn the car around and go after him. There's enough there that, like, you get... Like, again, this is the wonder of these characters not being... They're all relatively stupid to a certain extent, some more than others. But there's a sense that none of them are purely evil. They just have no idea how to navigate the situation. No, si- simply they, they don't have um, moral standards yeah, anymore. I mean, they don't have a limit. Uh, they say they, they can do anything... Uh, uh, provided that uh, this is uh, a chance of saving themselves yeah. you know? and uh, so they don't do it out of uh, being evil they do it out of desperation but still uh, the result is the same you know they, uh, they are still going to kill somebody but then uh, uh, destiny kind of is uh, against them and uh, <laughs> like uh, in the form of the, the blind uh, the rabbit <laughs> yes and then uh, basically uh, the rabbit causes her to have this uh, accident and she dies anyway and I mean like this is the thing where all the characters are vaguely like sympathetic particularly I'm thinking of Simeon Akesh as you point out like Akesh however you read him Akash, sorry um, although at the end I do like that he hyphens his name like Akon A-Cash like whatever you want to say about moral ambiguity that's the moment that really establishes him as a oh, douchebag just thinking yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like even like Simi whose character is like you know she's tied up in all this she's like she's quite murder happy eventually as things go she throws the old woman over the banister she tries to stab the doctor to death who by the way was going to like steal her organs so it's not really that big a deal she tries to run over a blind man later on but even despite of that you end up feeling some measure of sympathy for her in large part because of the men that she's surrounded with her husband who is this sort of like self-obsessed Bollywood icon who sits up watching his own movies has his own posters hanging in the hallway Um, and even the cop who is like, as she points out, the cop isn't even as good as the husband that she has. She's having an affair with somebody who's less, like, less of a traditional man than her sort of, you know, her over-the-hill husband. Yeah, I, I think these are all things that, situations that have, that these characters uh, find themselves in situations that spiral out of control. And then their actions get worse because they're trying to find a way of redeeming the situation and it never works and it reminds us actually years ago and i can't remember what the film was called but there's an argentinian film that we saw about four stories and uh it's savage tales it might have been and there's a one scene where the the two actors in the end they get they're in a car and the car crashes explodes into uh flames and then the, the cops was, i said what do you think that happened oh, it was a crime of passion you know, but it was nothing of the sort. But um, it was. Was it um, uh, one of the films by um, Alejandro Gonzalez in Arito? 
I don't know. I think it was the one that uh, Martin recommended to us, uh, and we saw it at oh, their yes, for yes, us. Yes, and that was really yes, darkly yes. comical. Yeah. And it was like four different stories. Remember? Yes, yes. It's now very I remember it. Uh, but I don't. I, uh, the I don't remember the title. No, it wasn't in a It was uh, somebody else. Yes, yes. But it was really, really good. And it, this was very. It was very similar to this. It was like just a set of circumstances that happened. And then something bad, you know, sort of spirals of out of happens it. to all of the characters. And then they go, you know, um, but there's two guys that are fighting. Or I, I can't, I just cannot remember the story, but it's very similar. And then they end up, the car blows up and they're charred bodies. <laughs> and then, uh, what do you think it was? And it was, oh, it was a crime of passion, you know, as if there were two gay people fighting in a car. And then the, the car real, you know, kind of went off the... The, the road and then crashed and burnt and this kind of thing. It was, it was a bit like that. I can't remember what, so what the film was. But, but I mean, even even the little bit where Simmy's in the hospital listening to the television show that's running her obituary, and it's a scathing obituary. <laughs> like, I mean, like I, I'm all for editorial comment. found her body, but they're talking about how she committed suicide. <laughs> because she was such a failure. Um, it's like, she married an older man, not for love, but because she thought it might help her career. But it didn't because she's a failure, and, and an actual, she's dead. an actual. And now he's dead. Yeah. And now, and, and, yeah. and now, and now she killed herself too because she had no hope. Yeah. Of anything ever. And and like yeah, the, the actual quote from the obituary: "This failure was probably the reason behind her suicide." And like that was the moment. Like that's an actual quote from the news that's playing the nine o'clock news. They're not even sure she's dead at this point. No. <laughs> but um, I kind of. I, that's the moment where I did feel a ping of sympathy for Simi as a character who, like, is completely, as you point out, everybody's out of their depth. But yeah, and they and they could have lived just a different life altogether, but they get and they lack the up. moral strength to do it. Is the thing? Yeah, because they, you know they've gone so far in this life. Like he he because he knows that he he told a lie of being yeah. blind. He found himself in a situation where he couldn't get out of. Yeah. You know, and it was, and there was just no way that he could get out of it. And yeah. they really called a blind man's bluff. <laughs> well done, Darren. Thank you. Excellent. I've been sitting on that for over an hour <laughs> at this point. But anyway, sorry, you were saying. No, I, I, I think that that's it. That's why we we have some sympathy, not a lot, yeah. but we have some sympathy for Akash and you know, and and Sophie. But in general, most of the characters are every single one of them. There's nothing. There's not a lot of redeem. If you look along. All the characters that you see throughout the film, and you know, that are of some significance, like yeah, with the, the woman selling the lottery tickets, yeah, well, it, the rickshaw um, driver. Giovanna was making the point the that doctor. Sophie kind of at, at, at the end of the movie is, is why didn't you is, make her eyes? Yeah, yeah, that that maybe Danny is the only one. Um, with 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 any innocence left. Well, yes, because I, 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 I think she was just saying. Well, maybe you should. I don't think she would have done it. I think she was just something that she said. But that's where that, it starts. You know, yeah, but that, that's yeah. where it starts, starts when you have the yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's more that these were wicked people. You should have. Maybe you should have just done what the doctor do- said. Then you wouldn't be blind. You know. I think what she was trying to say was not that she wasn't being. So, Babu, cruel. what you're saying is you would totally have taken those corneas. No, but um, I, I think it was more to say, well, this woman treated you so badly and blinded you and you had a chance of, of of getting your eyesight back. Maybe you should have just done what the doctor told you to do and then that at least you wouldn't be blind now. And again, the, the, it's and, a, and I think it's, it's trying to say, well, the world's a tough place. Yeah. If but, you're um, too soft, then uh, the world will take advantage of you. 
But it's also suggested as well in that moment, whatever about what you suggest, what you see when he kicks the can later on, yeah, or I think yeah, when he kicks the can. But in that moment, it's suggested that that's a moral judgment that almost in some way redeems him. That's the thing that gets him out of the situation. Because yeah. it, it, it gets him out of the car, yeah. and perhaps in some cosmic sense, it contributes to the rabbit being in that place at that time in order to save him through some sort of... As you point out, like, fate is very much an operator. It's uh, active in uh, this in script. Fact, yeah. uh, at the end, you see that he has the cane with the rabbit. With the head yeah, of the yeah, rabbit. With the yeah. head of yeah. the rabbit. Bit, so yeah. I mean uh, that is a significant element of the story. And yeah, because I remember watching the start of the movie, and he's describing how he's blind, but actually that um, blindness has its advantages. It gives you it gives you a certain amount of focus, and I, I never thought of blindness. And well, that, in, that's in, the cliche, in, the daredevil cliche, in, the idea that you have that in popular culture, where if you're blind, it heightens your other senses. Your, your other senses are heightened, or you're sort of you could become superhuman as a result. I kind of like the movie as a subversion of that, in that like he's very clearly playing with that idea. It's like you know, well, it makes me a better artist, and therefore isn't it justifiable in the end? Uh, and it's like no, 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 it is not. Yeah, I, like it seems like he's um, probably. I feel like almost he starts using it um, for evil, like that. That he essentially is blind. He cannot see. He has I the think, contact through, lenses uh, through those contact lenses, yeah. and the actor, and he by takes the way, them out in order. So that he can yeah, see, so uh, that he can see if this girl is, is, yeah, and like again, and looking at pictures that she's drawing on the wall and stuff like that, or that that are up there on the wall as well, and that sort of stuff. But I mean, it's interesting. The actor actually wore those contact lenses. He asked what films he should watch in order to convincingly play a blind man, and the director said, "No, no, 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 just hang out with actual blind people." And also wear these contact lenses that will remove 80% of your vision. And when you've got those on, put on sunglasses, which will remove another 10% of your vision. Um, so a lot of the stuff where he's walking, he was actually sort of doing the, uh, in inverted commas, method acting. Um, Al Pacino, before doing Scent of the Woman, uh, I think he was on Inside the Actors Studio and it's like, I asked my daughter, um, how, how would I play a blind man? And she said, just... Just push out your hands and, and go like this, like like reach for things around the place like you don't know they're there. Um, sorry, that was a bad opportunity. <laughs> but I also I also <laughs> like the how would you play being a blind man? Pretend that you can't see anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. that level. It's like, isn't that brilliant, James? <laughs> um, um, way the way the way children see things understand yeah. or don't see things in this <laughs> yeah. um before we sort of finish up in terms of the bollywood that was like, a strange opportunity was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he does sound a little bit like some sort of like sesame street character um oh, oh, oh kids um but yeah my daughter <laughs> but um this is interesting because we mentioned this movie as a sort of a new indian cinema film the character of the old Bollywood star um, as presented in here the character of um, is it uh, Pramod Sina yeah Sina who's played by Neil Dewan um, is that is something happening there with the portrayal of like the engagement of new Indian cinema and old Indian cinema do we think or anything like that or is it just no, nice I, I think that uh, I think Giovanna and I probably haven't seen this film because we generally go to the cinema to watch films Um and so the likelihood is that many of these Indian films that we see are the ones that have the type of stars in that allow a global release. 
Um, this film probably didn't have a global release that I'm aware of. Uh, it probably did. It does now. It, it does yeah. now. But what I mean is that it probably didn't um, go around the, the world like Race 3 would. Yeah. Um, so Or even like Yori, for example. The likelihood is that there's probably a lot of films like this that get made, but are never we never see here. You know, because they're not. Maybe they're released in India, but maybe they're not released. You know, in in Western countries, you that, know, for a Western audience. Perhaps. But I was thinking more in the the way that the the old Bollywood films yes, were portrayed. Yes, no, I mean that was. Um, I think uh, it was clever because uh, it was showing uh, a kind of a progression. It was saying this was uh, the old cinema, and this was the past, and this was uh, what we are trying to break off uh, with. Yeah. And uh, so that was uh, clever in that sense because it was showing an old actor and it wasn't a, 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 a because it could have been anybody, yeah. it didn't have to be an actor, no, and it was an old Bollywood actor uh, that uh, was just reminiscing about uh, past uh, successes and uh, it was in a very different film because in, in the, the, the film you see that uh, he was uh, looking at his song and dance sequences, yeah. no, that are uh, quintessential Bollywood. I mean, if you see a, a song and dance sequence like that in um, in Hindi, you know that it's a, uh, an old Bollywood film and uh, anybody can uh, recognize it. I mean, anybody with uh, some knowledge of Indian uh, film, of course. And uh, instead, uh, the film we're watching, we know that it's a film in Hindi language, but it's uh, completely different. Uh, I mean, uh, there are no dance sequences, there are some mild song sequences. And so I think it's clever the way is showing a, um, a comparison between the classical Bollywood film and, and the, the new and independent the film. film. And, 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 and the point that they kill the, <laughs> the old actor, uh, exactly. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of like out with the old <laughs> yeah. um, um, But these, like I say, I, I think that, I mean, we may see that now and uh, that comparison, but I don't, I don't know whether, because if you're trying to say, well, you know, th- this is the old Bollywood, and this is the new Indian film that that's out now. I'd say those kind of films uh, they've been made for a number of years. So yeah. it, it, again, it's just that we don't see them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the same thing happens in American independent cinema as well, where you have this sort of engagement with like the history of film as you're playing with it. You know, that sort of stuff. Like you have Woody Allen drawing on Bergman, and you have sort of like. Um, you know, sort of like the spoofing of like European art cinema in films like 500 Days of Summer, which draw from those as well, that sort of stuff. Or uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> oh, paying off, yeah. The, yeah, the paying, paying off, off the, the, the Seventh Seal, seal for example. Yeah. Like that. It, it's just, I, I think that... Um, or is that the bogus journey? That's a profound question. <laughs> um, no, I, I was just saying that we, um, we went to watch uh, Vice this, uh, this week, yeah. and there was a, 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 a very famous actor who plays Tyler Perry yes. who, who plays uh, Colin, Powell. Colin Powell we were now, talking about this I think on the podcast a I don't know if it's ago, released yeah. yet and no it, it, it was yeah. and, and that Tyler Perry um, all of his relatives all of Colin Powell's relatives he's, he's very he's very famous you know in but none of his film and it's amazing how much money his films have made and how much yeah. he's worth but very few of his films are ever released outside of, uh, yeah. of America. In fact, none of them, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's he's, he's just the, the kind of contract. The reason that he's so famous is that and so successful is that he owns the copyright uh, of those films. So yeah. um, it kind of shows you that... The Madia movies. Yeah. Um, which yeah. are, which are, Madea? 
Yeah, which are huge in um... everybody's seen them. Wait, yeah, uh, but but they're huge in America. They they're not they're not known internationally. Exactly, like you can have conversations with people who have no idea what Medea is. So there, there's so many films. If you think about the output yeah. of Indian cinema and the output of of Hollywood, um, they make so many films that probably just don't get released anywhere yeah. else in the world. I mean, Hollywood so, makes something like 500 films a year. Even yeah. I can't watch that many films. No. We try, yeah, but um, only the ones that are released uh, that's, internationally. That's what and makes the IMDb 250 and uh, IMDb bottom 100 so ridiculous is that the people voting on these movies haven't seen every movie ever yeah, released exactly. and therefore have but no in India, in have the to... whole of India, there are a thousand <laughs> films released every year, yeah. So, they should just have people who are uh, born and from the day they're uh, uh, <laughs> able from, to speak. from the day well maybe they're... from 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 the moment they're born they're being conditioned to judge movies <laughs> and from the age of kind of 7 once they've reached uh, the age of reason they they they, they have start to start numerically ranking movies. and comparing yeah. uh, each yeah. of the things in order to and put And they it... just kind of say like I... take it at how many there's like eight billion people take a thousand babies yeah make it so that their 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 lives are mapped out for them all they do is rank movies i love the idea that andrew's pitching like the guild navigators from dune the spice movie. must flow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in this case that it's ranking pitching to, netflix. to netflix but um just in terms of that contrast between old and new bollywood and this is kind of interesting to me when i was watching it watch spice it, must flow the spice must flow um, Javier Bardem has joined that movie. That cast is amazing, but Dude. that's a separate. Bo- yeah, he's going to be playing the father of Zendaya's character. But that's a whole other kettle of fish. Zendaya's in it. Yeah, I know. Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. Um, but the thing about that contrast between old and new Bollywood, I was kind of wondering with the songs, right? The songs here, which are obviously they're internalized. There is a song and dance number that's the bar where he's playing piano. But the la- the last song and dance number in the film, to me, I don't know if I was reading too much into it seems gloriously wry and dark and sarcastic and cynical it's the kidneys are the dearest part um which is like a weird thing to build your big climactic musical number about at least based on sort of what i've seen with race three and with the Lagan and stuff it seems almost like it's playing with the kind of the idea of a big bollywood song and dance number by doing a Ha ha ha, here's a bit of wordplay about organ harvesting, which is what this movie is going to play with. I think that, uh, like any film, uh, will have a, a musical, not any film, but most films will have some kind of musical soundtrack. Uh, it's just in this one, they're not, um, they're more, it's more like a Western audience type film. Whereas I think in India, the way that um, the charts, the musical charts, it's mostly film music that does very well. Rather than uh, pop music, pop music. Whereas I think in Western films, the music of, of films are, you know, kind of. We never, we never. I also did like the sequence in which uh, Simi is cutting up vegetables, and it seems like the soundtrack is playing this sort of like poppy ambient sort of like you know standard Hollywood, standard Bollywood sort of standard Indian cinema soundtrack. And it turns out she's actually just listening to her little Alexa player uh, yeah. while chopping up vegetables. I thought that was a lovely cut, cut as well. And the bit where she tries to fake her husband leaving by playing it on the stereo sound system, which I thought was like, part of me wonders if after she began to suspect that Akesh is not blind, if she was really frustrated at the work she put into that sort of elaborate ruse, like while he was standing there staring at her. And I, I'd say it all started with saying, like, um, uh, OK, Google, help, 
help me um, dismember uh, a body. Help me dismember a body. Um, and, oh, wait a second. Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. Oh. Google okay. is calling the police. <laughs> it's trying to stall us with with, with anecdotes with, uh, and trivia. Uh, anecdotes, jokes, and trivia. trivia. Uh, uh, I, yeah, so you shouldn't say "okay, Google" while you're talking <laughs> about these things. Can we stop that, saying those two words in that kind uh, of Otherwise, she thinks you're serious. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I mean, everybody like at home listening to the podcast now on stereo. Own, <laughs> yeah, uh, home application devices or home assistants are responding in kind don't say the words please andrew and babu i know you're very tempted alexa uh, subscribe to the 250 podcast <laughs> hey siri subscribe to the 250 podcast okay that's the 250 podcast thank you andrew and our listener stats just soared through the roof ladies and gentlemen <laughs> okay google go to loudspeaker mode <laughs> sorry i don't know how to help with that yet uh in <laughs> Um, but in terms of other stuff, actually, it's worth mentioning the sort of the, I really love the, it's a really, like we talked about the film as a moral piece of work. It's really funny as well. Yeah. And really darkly funny. There's the yeah. moment where like the inspector go, drags the body into the bathroom and comes out with a little suitcase. And then, you know, Simi's like, uh, watch. And so he reaches into the bag, pulls out the hand, takes off the watch. And it's like ring. So he snaps his finger and pulls it out. All while Ekech is playing the piano and trying to act like this is perfectly normal. There's all sorts of wonderful gags like that as well that are like, they're really dark. And, but the film commits to them. And when the, when, when Akash is tormented, the music he's playing in <laughs> the restaurant. It's so delightful. It, well, no, it, it, it's, it, it, it has this air of, 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 of his torment to it. Yeah. To the point where Sophie's like, is everything okay? <laughs> it's like... Dun, 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 um, yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, and I thought blindness helped my art. It turns out witnessing murder is much more yeah. effective when I guess the grave is going. But in terms of uh, the film that we discussed, Anna and Hadhun, is there anything else that we want to talk about? Anything that we haven't discussed already with regards to the film that we really enjoyed or feel like we should discuss or unpack a bit more? No, I, I think... I, it's interesting that we... When we were listening to or watching Race 3 last week... Uh, because it was so easy to to talk about it, we we just we went we didn't struggle at all. Whereas this one, it's much more difficult to talk about this film because um, maybe it just it's it's something that we're used to watching in Western films. So yeah. if you if we watch Coen Brothers, if we watch Alfred Hitchcock, we're talking about the same things. There's no yeah, moment where like the, what about the know, moment where the blind pianist put on a flying squirrel costume and sort of rode the air into this hey, there was nothing like that unfortunately <laughs> yes, that's why I, I, I think it, yeah I mean the, the three things it is like film noir um, black um, black comedy dark black comedy and, and sort of Hitchcock you know that kind of thing and you know I do love the scene um, with the coffee where they're just sitting down across from each other <laughs> and she's poisoning his coffee like right in, in front, front of him. him. Yeah. 
of 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 him. <laughs> he's like picking up the coffee and bringing it to his mouth <laughs> and trying and, and stirring like, it. Like he's uh, it's, it's just a bit hot. That's uh, why I'm not drinking it. <laughs> oh, I need to stir it continuously <laughs> for three like, minutes. Oh, whoops! I knocked it over. He's like, but I have to again. Like that's that wonderful sense of a guy who's blundered into something <laughs> exactly. far beyond his ability to handle. And so you have the black comedy of him trying to stay afloat. Like you can tell when that happens. That's that's it exactly. You can tell, like in his brain, it's like I know the cup is poisoned, but I can't break character at this moment in time. Um, so what, what do, do you I know do? What I'll do? I'll <laughs> lift it up. I'll bring it to my mouth, and we'll deal with it when it gets there. Haven't hit it yet. Stop the movement. Maybe blow on it a bit. Anything occurring? No. Okay. Spoon. Stir. 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 Think. Stir. <laughs> Should so I... how did he then become blind? <laughs> oh, I think that's ambiguous. I think like it's never There's explained how she did it. Ways like, you can, to do that. You can just yeah. find yeah. it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. hundred ways of blinding somebody <laughs> on the internet. I, I absolutely love the idea that while her husband was sitting there watching YouTube videos of himself. And by the way, it's it's kind of it's very heartwarming in a sort of a again, this is the modern face of like cinema or whatever, where it's like he's watching clips of himself on YouTube, like ranking the upvotes giving the little thumbs up icon on the positive things by the way indian youtube seems much more positive um than you know regular youtube because it's like who are the 72 people who gave this a thumbs down is one of the comments on the video and it's like whoa at least we know that there were 72 thumbs down yeah so it can't be that that different of of of, of youtube i mean to be fair there was a lot less racism bigotry homophobia and immediate like if you'd been doing this in real time he would have been redirected to a you know a copy of the alex jones Infowars show within three clicks of it exactly um yeah the the um but you, I like the idea that while YouTube he was doing that, section is, section is almost as bad as 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 the two fifty no, comment section. Um, no, the two fifty comment section. In fact, no, the YouTube's com- YouTube comment section is 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 even worse than than the two fifty comment section, <laughs> and it's also worse than YouTube. Um, the, the comment section yeah. yeah but um i kind of like the idea that while her husband was watching these youtube videos of himself from the 70s she was sitting there going ways to blind somebody best way to stab a doctor with your hands tied up um <laughs> best way to run down a blind person yeah. you know she has this internal life going on exactly <laughs> she, she probably still had a um a scissors kind of um from when she was untying herself from uh, and still had that when the doctor was trying to um sedate her in the booth in the car, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it, it is worth noting by the way that actually has pointed out and i love that again this is the thing we talked about the film being like morally She's my kind of woman by the way <laughs> Andrew was all over that. A little bit of rope play, a little bit of blade play. It's all good. But the um, the thing, that, like I, I, that would that would probably be a nice way to go to to be to be killed by somebody who loves you. <laughs> sorry, but, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so I think. Oh, it's also worth noting the organ harvesting subplot, uh, which is kind of interesting. And again, we talked about the film being morally ambiguous, or like being morally kind of like a bit more ambiguous or less clear cut than traditional Bollywood films. I like the fact that at the end of the film there's a disclaimer saying that yeah. uh, this movie should not be considered an endorsement of organ harvesting to be Which absolutely clear completely uh, ruined my plans for the evening <laughs> 
I was like, organ harvesting looks fun. What are you doing after the podcast? <laughs> Want to harvest some organs? Yeah, yeah. But it, it's. I think it's common. It's. I don't yeah. know. If it's common practice, but it was something that hit the news a couple of years ago. That you know, um, particularly poor people yeah. were a happily selling their kidneys, selling one their kidney because they yeah, get another one. Organs, and and then some people would disappear. Yeah, uh, it's then, uh, some, again some like of the older people who finished watching all of the movies on on the IMDb. Oh, their yeah. organs aren't like mo- most of their organs are no good anymore. Why are but, you looking at me while you're saying this? But some of them for some are, reason I can see like little no, dollar figures or crore figures are, in Andrew's that are, eyes that are trained from from from, from birth. birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is the thing with it is also worth noting that like shortly before the film was released, uh, Calcutta was considered to be a black marketplace of organs. For the buying and selling you would have like organs coming in from all over the world and being sold and dealt there apparently so it's kind of it is a timely again we want to talk about like a social theme or whatever in the film but that's an interesting sort of angle it goes and again not something you really see coming at the start when it starts out as you know a pianist a blind pianist witnesses a murder and it's like, well, this but movie's going to end up... At the beginning, there, uh, there was a caption uh, at the very beginning of the film that yeah. talks about the importance of the leader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's uh, what is life? Um, it depends on the liver. Yeah. Is the... Yeah. And I mean, you know, that chick's daughter was really waiting on some deliverance. Although, no, that, she was waiting for kidneys. But the point still stands. Yeah. You, you probably have a great liver, Darren. Yeah, you I don't drink. You drink. Yeah. Um, but anyway, is there anything else we want to talk about with film? Anything we haven't discussed already? No, no. Uh, a small uh, thing that uh, was uh, nice in the film was the kid that was living in the same um, uh, in the same tenement as uh, the um, uh, the pianist who was constantly trying to prove that uh, he <laughs> actually could see. And again, that's a wonderful, nice twist because it starts out with the kid trying to trip him up, and it looks like he's trying to trip up a blind man. And yeah, the immediate yeah, reaction yeah. is. Jesus, what a scumbag this kid is! Yeah. And it then probably beca- is. That he probably might be is as well. Where it yeah. starts from. Yeah, and, that's yeah. Where, and before you but know, I, it, I think it, it, like he he likes kind of um, trying to tri- trip up the blind, blind guy because it's fun. I remember as um, my uh, grandfather uh, was was blind. He 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 had it treated just shortly before he died, um, and and and. Um, got to see myself and some of the Aww. other kind of uh, grandchildren that he'd never seen, which is great. He also got to find out that his, that his uh, pajamas were blue, oh. which he hadn't realized. I think that was... <laughs> That's his, probably his, less essential. His first... Uh, observation. His first observation, have, have, having woken up. I ordered red. such a beautiful thing. No, Aww. no, but he, he woke up and uh, looked around and he said, my, my, uh, my pajamas are blue. Um, uh, but I remember um, when he was blind, I was a very uh, 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 quiet child um, and I, w- I would kind of like, um, I w- I'd, like I'd visit, I'd visit the house and they'd say, go, go, go on up and say hello to your, to your, to your, your, to your granddad. So I'd open the door and I'd walk into the room and and he'd 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 like know somebody is in the room and he's like who who's that is that um, and he'd kind of name all of Run through the, my yeah, um, kind of aunts and I oh. I would kind of uh, and like name na- names of of um, yeah people who would most likely be um, and I think I I I think I found it fun <laughs> like just kind of like standing there. it was like a game you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, 
Yeah, the, that's the, how it the, starts, the, Andrew. But uh, like, like one the, moral compromise. That's uh, that's the that's what children are like. Yeah. You know, because beca- because it's this kind of like um, uh, uh, the argument, funny, funny, funny thing, sort to of thing to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the argument. Kids are so cruel, but also kids don't quite have the same understanding. You don't appreciate of, yeah. how that might be for anybody um, else. You don't have an awareness yeah. of other people. Um, so you're you're not concerned with how it makes them it's feel. Like or whatever. You're, you're playing a game with somebody. Yeah, but, but and, for your own amusement. But you don't realize. Uh, the extent to which the game is only for your your own yeah, amusement. Yeah. Yeah. You but, imagine that the other person is, is has just as much capacity yeah. to enjoy. But it was so annoying though, wasn't it? And it was quite satisfying when he got slapped. The kid. Well and I mean Sophie slapped him. I can't like I like the way the kid's story went where he got the video of yeah. him sighted. And it was like, this is going to be a big thing. This is going to crack the whole thing <laughs> wide open. This is going to completely do, like, it's going to game change the plot. And I absolutely adore the bit. And again, it's Simi. Like, Simi, one of those great yeah. moments where Simi gives him 50 rupees, yeah. takes the phone, deletes the video, says, where's the video? And takes her 50 rupees back, which is the cream on top. Yeah. So she not only gets rid of the evidence, she also doesn't have to pay to do it. I quite That was one of the moments where I was like, I kind of like... I'm. I'm seeing myself warming to Simi. Sure, she's just blinded the protagonist, but she's got game. Yeah. 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 Like I say, my kind of woman. Um, but anyway, so that, I think that about wraps it up. But if people are looking, for, would you like to recommend something for listeners? If listeners are looking for something to enjoy, would you like to share anything with them? I think it's worth Googling um, Argentinian black comedy from a couple of years ago because it was an incredible... Is it more Perez? No, that's Mexican. I think it was... Um... Uh, Wild Tales, yes. Wild Tales uh, from uh, 2014. That's on the 250, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you like this kind of film, then I would Wild Tales because one of my colleagues, one of my friends, rather recommended it when we went to visit him, and we only saw half of it. And I think Giovanna was asleep at the time because it was quite late at night. We started to watch it, and we only watched half of it. And I think I've got it actually. And I, I uh, yes, we have it. Did we watch it? We all? have it on our memory stick, definitely, because Martin gave it to me. And and, and did we perfectly watch it legally, all? perfectly legally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a legal copy. Yeah. Uh, that he may have got. Let's legally. continue with your thought, though. So, uh, if you like those kind of films, well, then, the pirated ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it was something that he But bought. about the film about the film is like uh, uh, moving on <laughs> <laughs> about the film itself. Uh I I'd say that that kind of movie if you like this kind of movie then Shallow Grave would be an English A similar version. sort of thing to try. Uh, some of the Coen Brothers films, you know, to, to go and see. Uh, Giovanna, would you like to recommend anything to listeners? I would recommend uh, maybe uh, Vice. Oh, Vice okay. I like was, Vice as well, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was a really fun uh, film to watch because it's about uh, real events. Uh, but um, I, I mean, uh, even there, there is a comedic twist uh, in uh, the, the way there is a, uh, yeah. a narrator in some dark. Yeah, and it also real. involves <laughs> organ trading as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's got everything in there. Yeah. Um, Andrew. Yeah, for 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 people who like uh, film podcasts, um, <laughs> uh, if if you've already listened to the hundred odds, um, two fifty uh, uh, catalog, and are waiting for eagerly uh, eagerly for next week, and and are uh, hungry for for something to listen to, um, but uh, um, 
there is a podcast, I think it's KRCW in Los Angeles, um, have a podcast called The Treatment, which is hosted, I think, by Elvis Mitchell. I believe is his name, um, and he, he does he he does quite interesting ones. He he's I've listened to him talk to um, to uh, your friend Nolan. I've I've um, I've I've listened to him. Christopher Nolan is not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was. <laughs> yeah, but but um, like for example, I was listening to him speak to Mahershala Ali about some of his uh, performance in movies including in, in Green uh, Book which in, in, in Green Book um, and he, he essentially spoke for a half an hour entirely about physicality wow all he spoke about is kind of like um, movement so but like everything about it is kind of like I think about this character and I think kind of like do I want to do I want to put on a few a few pounds to, to be this person and how does this person walk how 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 does this person um, express boredom, um, and 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 all of these interesting things? So it, it's it's generally around half an hour long. Yeah. They they spoke with kind of um, tenacious D. They were talking about their recent movie and how they got it made and released and stuff. Um, spoke to Spike Lee recently, oh. and like I said, they're 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 kind of at half an hour. They're interviews and they're kind of very easy in, to adjust. In, in depth, but kind of tend to be uh, uh, something kind of specific. Yeah, something that you're not necessarily expecting. In yeah. terms of Marshall Ali's physicality, um, I recently saw Alita: Battle Angel, which is not a good film, but Marshall Ali is fantastic in it, um, and in large part because of his physicality. There's a moment in it in which he plays, he's playing a character who at one point is taken over by another character who's played by an actor whose cameo at the end of the film is a surprise. But when you see the actor at the end of the film and you realise the cameo, you realise just how good Marshal Ali was at playing this possessed person, impersonating an actor you didn't even realise was in the film. It's a really great performance. The film itself is not great, to be absolutely clear. Uh, in terms of recommendations, uh, I'd recommend, yeah, A Simple Favour from last year is a film noir that I thought was very, very good. And along the lines of this sort of stupid people getting deeper and deeper into trouble in terms of escalating. If people are looking for a bit more Babu, a bit more Giovanna, a bit more Andrew in their lives, where can they find you guys? Uh, just on this podcast, really. Yeah. Exclusive! 250 Listen exclusive! Legan, Dangal, uh, uh, PK, Rang de Pisante. And Race 3! Exactly. You might occasionally... Um, oh, and United Passions. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. See, you'll see Babu every night of the week practicing bowling. <laughs> pretending like he's an amateur. He's very pretending to be an amateur. I assume I've whatever the equivalent of a bit of a sore loser. Whatever the equivalent of a bowling shark is is what Babu is. Um, but Giovanna, uh, Facebook, okay, Facebook. and Andrew, uh, a, a Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> a Twitter. A single um, year Twitter. A Twitter. A singular and it's A-Q-U-I-N-N-I-U-Q-A. Perfect. Um, with regards to us, by the way, uh, we would have mentioned this a little while ago, but it's worth repeating. We are doing, in the end of March, it's now the start of March when you're listening to this, at the end of March, we're hosting a very special event where we are doing... And a very stupid... A very ambitious but very stupid thing that we're doing, <laughs> which is we are going to do a live 
18-hour podcast covering Twin Peaks The Return, the best movie of 2017, according to Cajera de Cinema and Sight and Sound. Just the exact right time to do this. Yes, perfect. Very much in the moment. Uh, But it's something that we're doing. We're doing it for charity. It's for the Irish Charity for the Irish Cancer Society for Daffodil Day. Um, So we will have details uh, up on the site soon. Uh, But just in terms of raising awareness for that, it is a very stupid, very foolish thing we're doing. We're not sure how exactly we're going to do it, but we're kind of committed now. We're at that point. We're like the characters in this movie. We've made a decision. That decision is very foolish and will lead to terrible things, but we can't really stop it now. Sleep deprivation. Currently, currently, I guess today we're probably at the end of maybe a six to eight hour kind of um, podcasting um, re- marathon re- 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 recording <laughs> marathon and I'm feeling quite sore um, I don't know hey, you're going to do after 18, 18 hours after 18 hours and watching an 18 hour yeah. movie before like, if, if you're into your schadenfreude um, uh, yeah right. um, listen to us and think at least check, I'm not doing check that check it out and, and yeah um, but no it is help, for a good help, cause help out the um, the Irish the Cancer Society um, so yeah more details on that will be coming later in the month uh, until then we'll be back next week coming up later in March we have a number of highlights including uh, When Irish Eyes Are Watching we'll hopefully be doing Room With Us for St. Patrick's Day which I'm very very excited about um, it's, it's a very St. Patrick's Day movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, un- until next week take care guys bye bye bye, bye.